Boker Tov, we are live here. Chabad of Camarillo. Good morning. It is Sunday. Yom Rishon, Chavches, Shvat. 28th day of Shvat, January 30th, 2022. We'll share the flow of the Tanya, the concealed love of Hashem that every Jew possesses, helps one not only in refraining from sin, rather, moreover, in leading one to perform all the positive mitzvot. For example, providing energy to overcome the laziness from the evil inclination. You heard about him? Lazy. No, no. Yo, you heard about laziness? Yeah. You heard about the evil inclination? Yep. Which prevents one from serving Hakadosh Baruch Hu enthusiastically. In today's lesson, if one was willing to give up his or her life for Hashem, how much more so should one live to serve Hashem? Exerting one's energy to overcome all challenges. Here we go. By the way, it doesn't cost extra to sit down. And in similar matters that entail great effort where one must struggle. I mean, one must struggle. I mean, one must struggle with the evil inclination and its wiles. Right? Which seek to cool the ardor of a man's soul, claiming that he ought not dissipate his money in the case of charity or his health in matters requiring physical exertion. It's a very easy person to resist and subjugate his nature when he considers deeply that to conquer his nature and all the above and more, and in fact to do the very opposite, i.e., to exert it himself or herself strenuously, both bodily and financially is much lighter suffering than death. Hashem Yishmerenu, may God preserve us. Right? It's much easier to overcome your temptation to be lazy than to give up your life. Yet, yet he would willingly and lovingly have accepted the pain of death. May God preserve us. So as not to be separated from the unity of God and one is even for a moment by an act of an act of idolatry for as mentioned earlier, every Jew would sacrifice his life rather than practice idolatry. Why? Since he knows or she knows that it represents separation from God. And that is the reason why the Jew would give up his life rather than practice idolatry as we have seen throughout history. Certainly then, he ought to accept lovingly and willingly the comparatively minor pain of exerting himself in the performance of the mitzvahs in order to bind himself to Hashem with an eternal bond. Okay. So you have to, he says it's very easy, but you do have to think about this. You have to remind yourself, wait, I wouldn't be willing to die for God if somebody was wanted to force me to worship an idol. I would absolutely disagree, even at the cost of my life. Certainly, I should be able to overcome my, my tendency from the evil inclination to be lazy, not to exert myself. For sure, I could, I could push myself hard. Now the Altareb is going to explain how mitzvahs and effect an eternal bond with Hashem. For by fulfilling God's will through this service, despite the exertion involved, the innermost divine will will be revealed in it internally as opposed to surrounding or hovering over it from above and very manifestly without any obscurity whatsoever. As explained in chapter 23, the mitzvahs represent Hashem's innermost will. And when a yid does a mitzvah, or 
say when a non-Jew does one of the seven mitzvahs of Bnei Noch, when one does a mitzvah, this will stands completely revealed. When you're putting on your tefillin, right? You, it's clear. What are you doing? It's obvious. The person's connecting that to God. God's will is being performed. And you, when you're building your sukkah, or you're sitting in your sukkah, or your or your chaves, uh, no, give me another mitzvah. There's 613. Whatever the case. Now, when, thank you. Now, when there's no concealment of the divine countenance of the divine will, nothing is at all separate from Hashem. Having an independent, separate identity of its own. Because we explained in chapter 22 and 23, 24, I mean, no created being can possibly consider itself separate from Hashem unless the divine will is concealed from it. Since the inner aspect of this will stands revealed in one's performance of the mitzvah, it doesn't permit any sense of separation. Thus, Thus his soul, i.e. the soul of the person performing the mitzvah, both the divine and the animal souls and their garments of thought, speech, and action will be united in perfect unity with the divine will and with the infinite light of Hashem. Blessed be he as explained above. And here we got the takeaway. You guys ready to take this away? Or you can leave it right here. That's... Yes, we have a choice. We could leave it here or we could take it away with us. Overcoming temptation is difficult, right? Overcoming temptation is difficult, but not as dramatic as death. Focus on your commitment to Hashem and not on the discomfort, and he puts that in parenthesis in the Sagrai, of not following your evil inclination. There you have it, my dear friends. That's the Tanya for today.